Welcome to the Quick Mix Podcast. This is a podcast about cooking and baking competitive shows. I'm Q. And I'm M. On your marks. Get set. Podcast! Are we chocolate men? No, we're real men. <laughs> Hi, everybody. This is Q. And I'm M. And we are here to talk about episode four, Chocolate Week. Chocolate. Chocolate. Um, chocolate is very tasty, I must say. It's addicting. And yeah. When I was watching this episode, mm-hmm. it was one of the episodes that I was like, I need to go get some chocolate right now because if I don't get it, I would not be focused on what's happening. <laughs> I'll just be thinking about how much chocolate I want to eat. Ah. Do you have a, are you a milk chocolate or a dark chocolate or? I actually like white chocolate a lot. So the end of this episode was really tasty. Ooh, okay. 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 Yeah. It's very uh, silky, smooth and like creamy. You, you ever had that, that Hershey's cookies and uh, cookies and cream bar? I've actually never had it. I've seen it, but I've never had one. That thing is delicious. Is it? Like, yeah. When when it used to be like Halloween and we would go around getting candy, trick or treating, that would be like the goal to get one of those guys. <laughs> I feel like it's not that popular of a candy to give out, or is it? I feel like if you did get one, it's like finding gold. It is. It is more so than Hershey's pot of gold. Which is right. ironic. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Literally, yeah. it's called Hershey's Pot of Gold, but uh, no, I love white chocolate. So this episode was pretty, pretty uh, tasty looking for me. All right. It was a rough episode, though. It was. Yeah. Um. There. And we we know you're talking about for Matt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Matt. Matt. Matt was actually Matt had some good jokes this episode. Okay. Uh, okay. Good. Yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel better. I think we've been too. I think we've been too hard on Matt. Um, I got some feedback from some uh, listeners that uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're a little hard on Matt. <laughs> but um, no, he 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 had some good jokes here, and I will acknowledge he made me laugh. A I feel times. like we need to use the term "we" a little more loosely. <laughs> <we're referencing laughs> okay. Matt. Matt made me laugh a couple of times this episode. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. He, he had some good jokes. All right. Um, starting with the first one is when he asked, Noel, are you a chocolate man? And Noel says, no, I'm a real man. I thought that was pretty good. Okay. <laughs> also, like, I could I could see, like, a, um, a Bake Off-themed chocolate that's, like, in the shape of a Noel being a good, like, Oh, sell. you uh, are talking about a 3D chocolate. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, during, <laughs> like, during Easter, they have, like, uh, chocolate, like, buddies, and then sometimes during, like, Christmas, they have, like, chocolate Santa Clauses and whatnot. Right. Chocolate vampires. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Vampires>. <laughs> or sleepwalkers. Sleep, right. Yeah, right. yeah. Splitting hairs. Splitting, Splitting hairs. hairs. Yeah. That, that's pretty funny. <laughs> Shall we get into the episode? Let's. All right. So, Wait, setting this. Let's hmm? not. Are you That's not gonna not... bring up Noel's shirt? It was pretty good. Okay, I feel like it was you... good. <laughs> I feel like you always bring it up. I mean, he's just like a—he's very stylish, that Noel, and like yeah. every week, he's—he's just, he's just killing it in the style game. 
So what was it? Um, it was like circular. What was it? it was like circle characters or something? Cartoon fruits. Cartoon fruits. I think they were fruits. Yeah. Like like jujubes or something, or like dots. No, fruits. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> With faces. Wow. Right. Like I just was it like apples and oranges and grapes and uh, yes, yeah. Mm. Yes. Hmm. For some reason, I thought they were just like circular, um, circular things. <laughs> Well, could have also been. <laughs> <laughs> Very colorful. Yeah. He had a good shirt. Um, Prue is always stylish. Yeah. Yes. Prue had she, some uh, good style going on this episode. She had a bright yellow sea anemone around her neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Her her neckwear, her 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 like little jewelry area in her closet must be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Please continue. Okay, uh, so yeah, let's get into the signature bank. All right, to set the stage, it's raining, and they announce it's chocolate week. And Laura says she's a massive chocoholic. A day without chocolate is a day wasted. Which uh, that's how I feel about coffee. Oh, okay. Uh, Mark says chocolate releases endorphins, and since the tent is so stressful, he might eat some chocolate halfway through to help him out. And if he did, Mark with a K, I think we know that it did help him out. <laughs> <laughs> How could you not snack during this bake? Yeah, I don't like, know. I would just, <laughs> yeah. I think if I was in this episode, you, they would just cut to me and I would just have like chocolate all over Like me. all over your face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Signature Bake, they announce it and they say, we're going back to basics. We're just asking you to make 18 chocolate brownies. They can use any type of chocolate they want. They want the brownies to be fudgy and they only get 90 minutes. So I guess mm -hmm. a pretty quick signature. One of the weird episodes where the signature bake is shorter than the technical. Mm. Hmm. So Prue says the perfect chocolate brownie must have one a gooey center and two a crackly crisp top. Um, she says over decorating the top could result in too much sweetness, so she's gonna look out for that. Paul says he's looking for texture. He doesn't want them to overbake the brownies because if they do, they could be very dry. And if the bakers can't produce a good brownie, they're in trouble. So I mean, it sounds like a very simple task just to make brownies, but I guess we're gonna find out. Yeah, <laughs> they weren't given a lot of time, and then everybody was like, "Well, we can't just like." Um, Lottie was saying, like, we can't just submit a brownie because, you know, <laughs> it has to be, like, you know, pretty decked out and it has to have some extra elements in there. Right. So, I mean, if they got in trouble, it's, it was of their own making. Yes. Yes. So, first off, I'm going to go over Dave. Dave is making a honeycomb explosion brownie. He said it's inspired by his child favorite childhood sweets. Um, includes milk chocolate ganache honeycomb chunks which sounds delicious and he also includes like popping candy on top mm. of it but that's pop rocks right he's using pop rocks i think so yes yeah they just can't say pop rocks because that's like a like a brand or a something. brand endorsement yeah yeah did you know that if you drink a coke and eat pop rocks at the same time your stomach will explode <laughs> i did know that yeah don't do it okay. listeners don't okay. do it <laughs> we're telling you right now 
don't drink soda and eat pop rocks. Wasn't that a Mythbusters? Um, obviously, last, I didn't watch the last that. episode of. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Obviously, if there was, I didn't watch it. <laughs> okay. Because don't do that. Do we don't want to. Yeah. So, um, Dave has a shiny purple calculator. Hmm. And we also learned that the big girls aren't allowed to bring their phones into the tent. Right, right. Because, I guess, interruptions. They could be texting or oh, I looking up recipes. Yes, yes. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, how do I do the technical? And they just watch, like, a video on it. Yeah. <laughs> and they do it. Uh, during judging for his honeycomb brownies, Paul says they're a little overbaked. They're kind of like a sponge. However, the flavors are very good. Prue says um, she's looking for two different things. Does it have a gooey middle center? It does not. It lacks that. Does it have a cracked top? It does not. So it's not really a brownie. But she says the flavors are good. So technically, it would be a good tray bake. Just mm. isn't a brownie. Mm. So up next, we have Ermine, our accountant. And Ermine is making salmon and cheese brownies. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> okay. That was last week. But I was thinking, if you were on to something good, would you keep trying it? Uh, I would try it again at the end. Oh, when I feel end. like I'm in trouble. Yeah. Like you're bringing it back? Yeah. Because, like, I wouldn't try it week after week. Because then be like, this is getting kind of old, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have salmon and everything. Okay. Okay. So Ermin's actually making raspberry, white chocolate, and pistachio brownies. So not quite as outside the box as last week, but mm -hmm. still a good combination. It's going to have coffee and chocolate brownie with white chocolate ganache and pistachio and raspberry sprinkles. And she has a little interaction with the judges that was sort of interesting because Prue had asked her how long she will bake them. And she said <laughs> 10 minutes on one side and 10 minutes on the other. <laughs> And then Paul was like, what do you mean on the other side, right? Because it's not like you would flip them over. Right. She says she was going to turn the tray around. Then Paul <laughs> says that the problem with that is that the temperature of the oven will drop, which I was surprised he even said something like that. Yeah. Probably he would not. And then Ermin says, she, uh, that's a good thing with a brownie. And then Paul says, is it? <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think? Yeah, I I think she crossed the line and Paul like, couldn't help himself. Mm -hmm. So it was like Ermin, his instinct. Right, 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 right. So Ermine decides that she will not turn it over <laughs> or turn the tray around. Good job, Ermine. Yes, yes. Seemed like a good tip, right? Mm -hmm. All right. So during judging, Paul said that they're a little bit messy. Prue said that she liked the raspberry acidity, but the white chocolate was just too much. And then Paul hmm. said, mm, there's a lot going on in there. So, I don't know. It seemed like a really good combination, but it just didn't play out the way it was supposed to. Yeah. Tough, uh, tough signature. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next up, we have Laura. Laura is making salted caramel brownie s'mores. She's one of two bakers that uh, attempts to do s'mores. Mm. And <laughs> so... Her and Mark, uh, Mark with a C, or no, Mark with a K are doing s'mores. Yes. And they're both doing uh, Italian meringue instead of marshmallow. Mm. So very, very similar. A s'mores off. Yeah, s'mores off. 
She's using a chocolate brownie with Italian meringue and a salted caramel drizzle. So that one would sound very delicious. And uh, she has a little bit of trouble because while she is baking them, she takes them out, she cuts them, and they look very raw. She's like, uh oh. Yeah. Uh, during judging, Prue notices right away, Ray, and she says, they, they came out of the oven too early, she could kind of tell, and there's too much moraine on them. Mm. Um, Paul eats one, and he says, it's far too sweet with the chocolate. Uh, I guess she included too much chocolate on the inside, and too much caramel, and also too much moraine. <laughs> so it just, almost uh, seems impossible to have too much of all that good stuff, though. <laughs> yeah, and then, I mean, credit to Matt for making a funny joke later because he was like, "Yeah, the judges they tell you to make all this sweet stuff, right. and then when yeah. they eat it, they tell you it's too sweet and tell you off." Yeah. <laughs> I kind of felt good. like that happened with uh, Laura. Yeah, did he say like balance it off with some mud? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just to, just that's to keep it fun. balanced. Yep, but yeah, that's Laura. <laughs> too sweet. Okay, so up next we have Linda, our retirement living team leader. And Linda's making edible. Okay, hmm? Can I say that? <laughs> no? Okay. Linda's making... <laughs> I mean that her brownies are edible because not all bakes are edible. Right, right. As we will see later in the show software. Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> so she's making treats of Christmas past. And Ooh. these remind her of when she was a kid. So it's going to have Turkish delight, white chocolate, mm -hmm. uh, date filled, and chopped nuts. And during her bake, Linda said that they were perfect inside and that she was very happy with the bake. Mm. Very happy. When it came down to judging, Prue said nothing. But Paul, <laughs> <laughs> but Paul said that they were very sponge-like <laughs> rather than a brownie. Uh, he liked the flavor. It just came down to the baking. So the flavor was good, but it just wasn't <laughs> quite right. baked right. And we don't know what thought about it so. I, th I think she did pretty well um compared to all the other bakers i thought she did too yeah yeah so. I, I doubted linda in the beginning i feel bad she's doing really well now and i i should have never doubted her right well i mean you gotta doubt someone yeah that's true that's a part <laughs> of the structure of this podcast right right <laughs> we... blame <laughs> blame the game yeah blame the game that we yeah. created actually right <laughs> right <laughs> all right next we have lottie lottie is making a have your cake and eat it two brownies which sounds very confusing <laughs> right. have your cake and eat it brownies um they're double baked so she has to bake them twice which is uh takes a lot of time lottie right right um her bottom layer is chocolate and pecan uh, her brownies are topped with a raspberry cheesecake. So it's almost like she's baking two separate things, a brownie and then a cheesecake on top. Mm, I love cheesecake. Yeah, cheesecake is good. Uh, Lottie runs close on time, probably from having to double bake and also make a cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> at, one, at one point, she wants to cool down her brownie, so she throws it into the refrigerator. And uh, Noah's asking her how it's going, and she's like, yeah, it's like, it's just wet freezer juice all over it. And I was like, mmm, wet freezer juice topping. Mm. <laughs> and then at the end of it, she's like, yeah, my brownies kind of look like a car crash. So uh, it didn't look good going into judging. Mm -hmm. During judging, Prue was like, yeah, they don't look good. <laughs> I was like, they look like they've been dropped. Does anybody got a straw? Oh, Paul my gosh, that. that was so funny. I was like, dang, Paul. 
That's pretty funny though. And they said the flavor was okay, however, the textures were all wrong. So Lottie, I think a little bit over ambitious. <laughs> and uh yeah, she might have been trying to do too much, unfortunately. So I have to take the blame for this because uh -huh. I feel like I jinxed her when I picked her as Star Baker this week because I really mm -hmm. wanted to see those mines. Yeah. So, but we didn't yeah. get any flashbacks to the or not flashbacks. We didn't get any like um, extra scenes with them at home or anything. Right. Right. So I'm going to take the hit on this one. Okay. All right. Well, I'll take the blame for Linda. You take the blame for Lottie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So up next we have Mark with a C. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to call him by all his names because by now we all know who we're talking about. You guys are probably tired of that. <laughs> oh, you mean Hamish? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Hamish is still cool, though. Yeah, that's a cool name. Hamish. Okay. Hamish. Our, I keep calling him a bronze resin sculptor. But, and I still will, I guess. So he yeah, he's just a sculpture walking around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he's making praline, praline. How do you want to say it? Praline? Praline. Praline. Praline brownies? Okay. Rich chocolate with roasted macadamia and praline. Did we just say I was going to say praline? Praline buttercream. <laughs> so he wouldn't say that brownies is his favorite. In fact, he just started making them a few years ago. So mm -hmm. he's a noob, a brownie noob. Hmm. We kind of went over how he and Noel talked about sleepwalking. <laughs> yep sleepwalking versus taking people in the bushes and sucking out all their blood so yeah. we won't <laughs> reference that anymore when it came down to judging paul said that they don't look good at all so Yikes. that's not a good start <laughs> the curse of star baker yeah it's coming back huh yeah who said that it's quite dry but if you go right in the middle it's nice and squidgy mm. so i'm assuming squidgy is better than dry yep then Paul says that the flavors are okay, but it does look a mess, and that's a problem because brownies mm. are one of the most basic things to bake, and if you can't <laughs> get that right, you shouldn't be on this show. Yeah. Okay, I added that last part, but he did say <laughs> if you can't get that right. Mm. I think when he was saying that, he wasn't just saying that to Mark. He was saying that to all the big Everybody? Because yeah. at that point, a lot of people had messed up, right. and he was just disappointed. In it. it was like when teachers mad at everybody. <laughs> Just mad at the class, you guys. Do you think boxed brownies was an option? Um, no. No. Oh. They're inside of a ball. Well, I mean, you could still get it ordered in, right? Could you imagine how scandalous it would be if somebody made boxed brownies and they're like, handshake, you're <laughs> <Star> baker? <laughs> well, doesn't it seem like boxed brownies probably would have won this, this, this round? I think so, yeah. Yeah. So. All right, next we have Mark with a K. It's Sorry, just were Mark. you about to say something? It's just Mark. It's just... <laughs> Is it Mark? Right. Mark L or E? Is he Mark L or E? Mark with a K. <laughs> okay. Right. He's making uh, give me s'more brownies with a chocolate chip cookie base mm -hmm. topped with Italian meringue and caramelized cranberries, which is a, an alliteration. Caramelized cranberries. Yum. Hmm. Would you put uh, it in your s'mores? I've never had a s'more with caramelized cranberries before. No, my s'mores are pretty basic. There's oh, usually a Hershey's, a toasted marshmallow, a slightly burnt <laughs> graham cracker. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Cranberry doesn't sound um, terrible, though. No, it doesn't. It gives it a tartness. Mm. And the, yeah. So uh, he said he, when he makes this meringue, he's like, you know your meringue is done. 
but it looked like uh, Donald Trump's hair. <laughs> I was like, that did look like Donald Trump's hair. <laughs> <laughs> Very observant, uh, Mark. During judging, Paul said that his s'mores looked neat. However, that cookie uh, biscuit base was too thick. However, the flavor was good, but the textures were wrong. Prue said it tastes like a brownie, which is a good thing. Uh, however, she's avoiding the top of it because it's too sweet. The caramel and the meringue was way too much. However, it was a tasty brownie if she avoided the top. <laughs> so kind of, <laughs> kind of a mixed reveal there. But overall, pretty good, I guess, compared to everybody else. I would say so. Yeah. Pretty yeah. Good. Okay. Up next, we have our youngest contestant, Peter, our accounting and finance student, and brother of Andrew. Andrew's mm -hmm. coming up a lot. He'll come up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, Peter made upside down brownies. So these brownies had fig and pistachio. He had cinnamon in the batter. So we're talking about caramelized fig, chopped pistachios, and medjooled dates also. Hmm. So it's kind of interesting how he layered it and then flipped it yeah. upside down, hence the name, right? Yep. <laughs> so when it came down to judging, Prue said that they looked lovely, which is good. Paul also agreed that they were quite attractive on the top. But when Prue took a bite, she said it does have the chewiness, but she said the chewiness was coming from the dates, so not necessarily mm. the brownie, right? Yeah. And Paul said that there was too much cinnamon in there and it was overtaking the chocolate. He said it's mm -hmm. different, it's risky, it's okay. <laughs> so, not great, not bad. What do you think? Yeah. yeah. I think a little better than everybody else. I agree. So that's Peter. Peter. Mr. Consistent. Mr. Consistent, uh, yeah. Last but not least, we have Sura. Sura is making double chocolate marshmallow brownies, uh, which includes dark chocolate brownie, ruby chocolate as well, mm. and topped with Italian meringue. Uh, Sura says she makes brownies all the time at home for her husband, and uh, she seems... Like she's doing a lot. So I think she's using a lot of different types of chocolates. The dark chocolate and the ruby chocolate, especially. Mm -hmm. um, at one point, she does a toothpick test, and they are raw in the middle. However, at this point, like they're kind of at the end of time. So I was like, uh, what are you going to do? She just kept doing it over and over. Just kept doing multiple toothpick tests, mm -hmm. and they kept being raw. So I was like, okay, yeah, this is going to be raw. But when it came to judging, the judges, the... Uh, Oh, when it came to judging, the judges was like, oh, we need to get them out of the tray ourselves, don't we? I was like, oh, okay, they're still in the tray, and she hasn't cut them and put them on a plate yet, which is uh, interesting. Right. She also originally had two trays, but she said she, she dropped one inside the oven, <sighs> so she's only presenting them at one, Heartbreak. which I was like, can you just not tell them that? Like, and is cut, that cut that one pan into 18 squares? <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true, because they, yeah, they needed, like, they had a quantity amount. Eight, was it 18 or 18 little squares? Yeah, 18 little squares. I mean, I mean she, she could have done that. She yeah. could have done that. Yeah, but they, they were like, these are very small. But, <laughs> um, unfortunately, that's not her only problem. She said her brownies are very tough. Um, I, I guess they were like not chewy and gooey in the middle like Prue wanted them to be. Yeah. And Paul said he didn't like the flavors. He didn't like the ruby chocolates. And he said, this is not your best work. So kind of a rough going there for Sarah. Mm -hmm. Rough for everybody. Yeah. These these guys, man, if they can't make a brownie, what can they make? <laughs> According to Paul. But that's, yeah, that's a signature big. Brownies, which we thought could have been easy, but apparently they're not.
So up next, we have our technical challenge. And yep. our technical is set by Paul this week. And it is a chocolate babka. Yep. So before Paul leaves the tent, he gives a little hint. He says, the brownie challenge was easy. This <laughs> isn't. Concentrate on your textures. <laughs> so. Oh, man. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, this is a uh-oh. So we learned that uh, chocolate babka is a traditional Jewish loaf cake. It must consist of an enriched dough with layers of nuts and chocolate. It must be rolled, split, and then twisted to create the shape. And then once baked, they should be brushed with syrup to finish. The contestants have two and a half hours to complete this. Mm -hmm. Then we get a little segue to Paul and Prue, and he reiterates that's an enriched dough filling. You roll it out to a rectangle, roll it up as if you're making a Chelsea bun, cut that in mm -hmm. half, spiral twist. It's a plat, basically. But you can't make it too long or it will never fit in the tin, mm. Lottie. <laughs> okay. So what they're looking for is something crisp on the outside, beautiful and soft on the inside with that gorgeous chocolate mixture with the hazelnuts. Yeah. Then Prue says yeah. that, she, that when they're eating the sample, is very light and much better than the one that she had in New York. Do you remember that? Yeah. And then Paul yeah. said something, and I couldn't make it out, but it sounded like he said, like, he didn't make that one or something. I listened to it so many times and I couldn't figure out what he was saying. Yeah, I think he was just like, um, because he didn't make a, it. Yeah, yeah, he's like, you know, I'm the best at these things, I guess. Right, right, right. Yeah, that, that was the gist that I got out of it. So, that, I think that was the right gist of it. Yeah, <laughs> it looked good though. This thing, whatever it is. Oh, yeah, the babka. It yeah, it did. Yeah, um, so I'm gonna go over the bottom three. Unfortunately, these three bakers did the, the worst <laughs> <laughs> so we have 10 bakers left in all the way in last place in 10th place we have lottie um when lottie starts off making her babka her dough is way too wet she's like why is it so wet and then she makes the plat and she's like this doesn't fit inside the tin and uh i think at this point she smells trouble because matt comes up to her and they were they start rehearsing her reaction to matt criticizing her <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, during judging, they're like, yeah, this is not good. It's sunk in the middle. It's not twisted right. The chocolate's incorrect. So last place, Lottie, unfortunately. Yeah, second to last place, we have Dave. Uh, so Dave says he hasn't had experience working with enriched dough. And uh, I think that spells trouble for him. And he does have trouble like with the plats and I guess with the proving, especially. Because mm -hmm. during judging, they said his... Uh, his vodka, the gaps, there was two, a bunch of big gaps in it. Mm -hmm. And how and the, the dough itself was too dense and needed more proving time. So yeah, second to last place, Dave, unfortunately. And then third to last place in eighth place is Sura. Um, Sura, you could kind of see her cutting off extra flat before she put it into the tin, which is what something they were specifically looking at, because mm. I can tell. <laughs> and uh, during judging, they said that she had issues with plating and also like dave her dough was too tight and heavy she did not prove it enough mm. so bottom three lottie dave and sarah all right so i'm gonna talk about the top three in third place we had a uh, mark mark <laughs> with a k he did very well yeah so Prue said that was a bit funny it's got very few plats but the height was there 
Paul mm. said that it's fairly open. You could have done with a little bit more. Who said it tastes delicious? At the very end, Paul said it's very neat, and it could have been just a little bit higher. Mm. So it was interesting comments to me because I felt like there was a big difference between who got in first and everybody else. Yeah, no, I agree. Right, but we'll get yeah. closer to that. In second came Laura. So that was good. So Prue said that it does look like a babka, which is good. It's mm -hmm. amazing how much chocolate you can get into the dough. So this time, more <laughs> chocolate is better, <laughs> apparently. Yep. Paul said that confusing, it's, got a, confusing, yeah. but okay. <laughs> it's got a very cakey feel to it. Prue said it's lovely. And at the very end, Prue said that the only thing wrong with this is that it sunk a little bit in the middle. But it was a very nice babka. So mm. overall, okay, right? Yeah. And in first place, we have Linda, which was interesting Linda. because when the challenge was relayed to everybody, Linda said that she wishes she knew what it looked like, which she said, yeah. which apparently she did not. I want to throw in a little uh, innuendo from Matt here because during proving, <laughs> Matt suggested, is this a tip you tell me? Maybe if you stroke it, it will get bigger. Um, is that a good tip? Linda got first. Good job, Linda. Okay. Well, Linda chimed in by saying it generally works. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anywho, when it came down to judging, Paul said that this is a nice one. Prue says it looks like a model babka. Mm. That's really good, right? Yeah. So Paul said the color's good. Stripes are good. It's a nice bake all the way around. It's good height. Prue said it's good shine. Good flavor. Excellent. Lots of good comments about this one and at the very end paul did ask her have you made one before and linda said no but yeah she did a very good job with everything the swirl the height and he could not fault it so that's a really <laughs> good babka right yeah linda did get a good job and also linda got first and technical last week mm, she's coming up the, the yeah. two l's the two l's are taking doves here I know we we two totally L's. guessed that they were going home like the second episode. <laughs> we're like the two L's are taking. Well, they're taking technically like three L's. L's. Lottie's an L too, but no, these other two L's. It's a different kind of L. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> but uh, we, I think we underestimated Linda. She's doing really well right now. Right. These are L's that end with A's. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let's uh, <laughs> let's clear that up. <laughs> um, yeah. We don't get a judges roundtable after the technical. Did you notice that? I thought they were going to talk about like who's like in who's trouble. Who's on top and who's not. Yeah, but I just, I think it was just assumed that like everybody did kind of badly in the signature. So <laughs> the people on top are the people that did well in the technical. Right. Like uh, the two L's and Mark. And then the people that didn't do well in the technical, Sora, Lottie, and uh, Dave were the ones in trouble. That's what my presumption was. Yeah, you're probably right. It's kind of like the first round with a wash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It does not matter. Yeah. And then we go into the showstopper. Shall we do it? Let's. All right. For the showstopper bake, the bakers were tasked to make a spectacular two-tiered white chocolate celebration cake. Um, they kind of make a joke about like what kind of celebrations they could have. And they're like, you could celebrate the first time you went to the, to the toilet by yourself. <laughs> and for Paul, that was like, Oh, last week or something, I forgot what they said. And uh, I think Matt like patted him on the head, which I was like, 
Paul's going to punch him backstage or something. He <laughs> <laughs> did not look like he enjoyed that. Did they give him a gold star too? Yeah, yeah, he got a gold star. <laughs> and he... I was like, oh, yeah. Paul does not look amused <laughs> at this gold star. But the Bakers get four hours. Um, some notes. Paul says, the challenge will be incorporating white chocolate into the sponge. Because white chocolate has more fat content. And if they already have butter in their sponge, they're going to have to reduce that butter to get the right texture. So that's going to be important. Prue says white chocolate is a nightmare to work with, specifically because it splits at the drop of a hat and it seizes if it gets too hot. And also another wrench in their day is that the weather in the tent is kind of hot, even mm. though it was like raining yesterday. So the bakers will have to incorporate uh, like the just the natural weather <laughs> to their baking and they're tempering up the chocolate. Right, right. Uh, which seems very tricky when it's a hot day to temper chocolate. Um, we've seen this go bad before in the tent. But uh, let's start with Dave. Dave is making a strawberry splash white chocolate Fraser cake. So, you know, tossed salad and scrambled eggs. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sorry. I don't know. I threw that in there um he said that this is for his girlfriend's birthday i was like oh i thought that was his wife but uh i'm assuming it's the same person right <laughs> i think so well he didn't say it was for his girlfriend's birthday matt matt in the voiceover said this is for his girlfriend's birthday so i'm like maybe i'm assuming they're the same person remember was it last week where he made the family yes it was him the pregnant lady to the left and then another girl way over on the right that's that's probably whose birthday oh <laughs> i'm assuming it's the, i'm assuming it's the same person <laughs> yeah 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 definitely the same person okay. so there's uh, strawberries on the outside and white chocolate mousseline in the middle it's also decorated with white chocolate splashes that he made from balloons which is kind of a cool technique that was cool yeah, one of them popped, and I was like, ooh, exciting. <laughs> Pop the balloon. Yeah, but yeah, I think that was a cool technique. Uh, during judging, the judges said that his cake looked wonderful. However, Paul didn't like that the sponge color was too dark. It was kind of brown. I don't know. <laughs> he just didn't it like was, it. It was, yeah. Yeah. However, it tasted good, and I think Dave kind of saved himself from getting in trouble here with his signature his show stop to bake. Yeah, pretty good. Okay, so up next we have Ermine, and she's making a lemon and white chocolate cake. This is a throwback wedding cake reminiscent of her parents. Mm -hmm. And it's going to have a white chocolate collar, pipe ganache roses, with a lemon curd, vanilla extract, lemon syrup. And the judges this time tell her that she's got a good combination of flavors. So that's always a good thing to hear when you're, yeah. when you're starting off. And there's a lot of drip going on in this round. Yeah, right? she came. She, she came. She came through with the drip. With the drip, you know? right? She came through. <laughs> drip seems ideal when it's hot, right? Yeah. Like, when it's hot, you gotta have that. <laughs> okay. Anyhow, when it came down to judging, Paul said that it's a little bit messy, referring to the like the the layer decorations, and that it just yeah. didn't seem to go together because the two tiers kind of look like two different cakes, right? Mm-hmm. However, during tasting, Prue went, hmm, to which Matt called it a Prugasm. 
Yeah, Matt is uh, he's trying to turn this show into like an MC17. It's getting edgy. <laughs> it's getting yeah. a little edgy. <laughs> like, <"This> a... <laughs> yeah. By the time we hit we hit the finale, uh... <laughs> yeah, there might be, be a that going on. Content, <laughs> the content ratings yeah. maybe off the wall. Yeah, not safe for work. This, yeah, <laughs> this podcast is gonna be like <laughs> all the time. Okay, so. <laughs> So Paul said that the lemon worked beautifully. It's got that citrus punch that you want. And Prue said mm. it's well done. It's just delicious. I mean, anything that warrants a prugasm, yep, got to be pretty sounds, good. Yeah, that sounds almost as good as a handshake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So from now on, we have a Hollywood handshake and the prugasm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope we don't get an intro where. Uh, all right next we have laura (laughs) laura is making a chocolate heaven cake which is a sponges between italian marine buttercream and black currant jam which sounds delicious it's also topped with white chocolate flowers and this cake is to celebrate her two-year wedding anniversary which was actually yesterday the day they did the signature Mm. so she jokes that she celebrated her wedding anniversary by getting rinsed by paul (laughs) <laughs> she did not do well on her signature yesterday. Ouch. Uh, she has some trouble. She has to redo her sponges at one point, and then they're like, "Oh no, she's just having, she's just playing catch up the rest of the round." But uh, fortunately for her, it kind of works out okay. During judging, they said that uh, black currant was beautiful. However, her sponge was slightly overbaked, but overall, a pretty well done cake. Paul says, we could tell that a lot of thought had gone into it. There was like these uh, white flowers on top that she worked on that were pretty nice too. But uh, overall, she I think she did pretty well. Not bad. I think yeah. she's having a little bit of a come up here. Yeah, the L's. The L's, yeah. Yeah. Or the, the L's that ends with A's or whatever. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Because I jinxed Lottie. It's on me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so next we have our next L, Linda. And Linda is making an English rose cake. And we have a tender moment here. This cake is a tribute to her daughter, who is no longer with us. She passed away when she was 18. Mm. But this particular cake represents a celebration of her life because she was a sweet English rose. So I thought that was really nice. And so Linda's going to craft a chocolate rose to sit atop an all-white three-tier sponge with amaretto, raspberry jam, and vanilla mascarpone. So during this, she has a little bit of a funny exchange with the judges because Paul asks if she's got one of his books. And she said yes. And then he says that he thinks she's going to do really well. <laughs> so future contestants, grab one yeah. of Paul's books. Do your homework like Peter, Linda, and uh, Dave, it seems like. Right. Not only grab one of his books, but let it be known that you have them. That, I think that's also an important piece. Too. Yeah, let Paul know that you like the book. Yeah. That get you, get you very far. Yeah, yeah. So when it came down to judging, Paul said that he really likes it. It was buttery. The white chocolate was good. Bit of zest in there. But his issues were the decorations. The piping work mm. was not good on any level. Prue agreed, saying Paul is right. It's really delicious. A little dense, but the piping's not it's unfortunate. So, um, a little bit of a mix. After this point, I thought Linda was going to be in line for Star Baker. Yeah. 
she got first in technical and she did well in the signature but yeah. i think this is what kind of took her out of that running yeah i was like no <laughs> that would have been cool but i guess not this time all right uh, next up we have lottie lottie is making a nana and papa's sapphire anniversary cake and we learned that the sapphire anniversary is the 65th anniversary so 65 years very impressive that is impressive yeah her cake has geo crystals tempered white chocolate decor and passion fruit curd with a lime drizzle she tells prue that she's practiced this cake between 15 and 18 times which is a lot of times that is a lot of times yeah and prue gives her very uh, good advice she says you only have to not be the worst. <laughs> right. So to, to start survive bake off, you just have to not be the worst, which is technically true, you know. It's true to the very last episode. Yeah. Right? <laughs> That's true. Yep, no, it's true. Uh during judging Paul says, I love that, especially what you did with the, the sapphire and the geode crystals. Prue says it's imaginative and exciting. Paul says the flavors are good, the textures are a little bit shaky um, it's a little overbaked but overall they liked it very much and uh i think this is kind of what saved lottie this episode because up to this point she was doing very badly yeah my fault, yeah. La my fault. last last in the technical and bad in the signature where paul said he wanted a straw to drink her signature up Oof. so she she saved herself for the showstopper here i believe was it just me or did you want to see two mime cake toppers on the top of this cake <laughs> Could it just be one, one day we'll get some um, mime content. Okay. I mean, okay. remember from the day one when we did the episode previews and we we're like, oh, Lottie is a, a mime producer, or was it? Yes. A pantomime mime producer. producer. Yeah. We were like, okay, we gotta see some scenes with mimes in it. But I think they're saving it. Okay. Okay. Just yeah. had to throw it in there. Just had to throw okay. it in there. No, you're right. Okay. So up next, we have Mark with a C. And Mark is making a white chocolate and raspberry buttercream celebration cake dedicated to his daughters, Rosie and Jasmine. And it's going to be decorated with their namesake flowers. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So it's going to have pureed raspberries, white chocolate fondant flowers, and some white chocolate drip. Coming through with the drip. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we learned from Mark that he's feeling kind of close to the bottom here so that curse is kicking in right yeah a little bit curse rough. of star baker a little rough. is that what the curse sounds like i would think yeah so. it's the curse of star baker halloween's coming up okay great <laughs> <laughs> you gotta let us know if you get that uh cookies and cream hershey bar when you go trick-or-treating um i don't think we're trick-or-treating this year okay well then i guess you're not gonna get it Okay, when it came down to judging, Prue said that it was really neat. Paul said it's a great looking cake and really pastel. Prue said the sponge is a little dense. Paul says it is way heavy on that, but he likes the flavor of it. Mm. Prue says a nice job. Taste of white chocolate. Paul says well done. So they had a little flurry of back and forth critiques there. Yeah. But overall, I think he did pretty well. Uh, yep. All right, next we have uh, Mark with a K. The, the second Mark. <laughs> Mark with a K is making a bake-off birthday cake in honor of his wife's birthday. It contains ground pistachio in between white chocolate sponges, lemon flavor, and a soft African marula fruit liquor, which uh, sounds very delicious. Mm. And anytime you include like liquor, you know, the judges would just love it. <laughs> right. 
He's also covering the cake in tempered chocolate shards that are in geometric shapes. And uh, Mark gives us a little, like, interesting info about his um, Marala food liquor. Elephants get drunk off of it. <laughs> yeah. Like, mar marula fruit from trees gets fermented, and then elephants just eat that, and they get drunk. So, I mean, elephants just having, like, a party and drinking this fruit sounds like a... A cool time, <laughs> <laughs> if I must say so. But uh, that's that's very uh, cool trivia there. During judging, Prue says his cake looks lovely. Paul says he likes the how he did the naked cake element to it, and the drip looks like coming <laughs> through with a drip. Uh, Prue says all the flavors are there, and it's a like all the flavors are very delicate. And Paul says, they are kind of delicate and there needs to be like a hero flavor that comes through. Mm. But overall, that's the only complaint that he can think of. So Marco de K doing 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 work here. Pretty good. Throwing elephant drunk knowledge. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So up next we have Peter. Peter's making a graduation cake. He says white chocolate is a crowd pleaser. So this is in celebration of his brother Andrew's graduation, who has a mathematics degree. Fancy. Yeah. What's the difference between maths and mathematics? Is it the same? Um, yes. Okay, great. So <laughs> this cake is going to have some Chantilly whipped cream, mango curd, coconut yogurt, and he's putting in hunks or chunks of white chocolate. It's going to have a chocolate color that he's going to paint with complex equations. <laughs> so I don't know if anyone looked at those equations to make sure that they were accurate or not. But uh, that's I'm beyond, pretty sure, yeah, I'm pretty sure they were. <laughs> yeah, I would think so. Knowing Peter as well as I do, because apparently we're BFFs now, I would say, yeah. Could you imagine if he had like like a three plus four equals five on there? <laughs> like, that's a complex equation. <laughs> like, no, it's just like three plus four equals five. Oh, yeah. I think that would drive people crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, well, I mean, in all fairness, Andrew got the mathematics degree. That's true. <laughs> Although Peter is an accounting and finance student, so yeah, numbers should also be his thing. Or if you had like four times zero equals two. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a bunch of random numbers, it would that would be funny. Everyone would probably just be like, "Wow, that is like way beyond me." That new math, <laughs> yeah, new math. Yeah. So we're talking about Peter here. This is your new pick, by the way, right? Your new pick yeah. for the end. So, Mr. Consistent. Mr. Consistent is your guy. Let's see how well he does here. When it comes down to judging, Paul says that the color is beautiful and smooth all the way around. It looks really neat. Prue, however, gets a chunk of <laughs> white chocolate and says, it's like toffee. It's gluing her teeth together. <laughs> so that's probably not a good look. No. Right? Yeah, she needs to go to that dentist. After. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then we get back to Paul. He says it's well-baked. The coconut flavor really comes through. The mango lightens it up. And he's coming up with something very, very neat, clever. And all of this is good because we know that they're tipsy from Mark's cake. <laughs> so. Yeah. I got lit like those elephants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Peter, pretty good. Your your pick's doing pretty good here. Yep. Peter, dependable Peter. Right. Uh, finally, we have Sura. Sura up to this point was in trouble. 
And I think the story of this episode was everybody's in trouble. Who's going to save themselves in the showstopper? Um, so yeah, Sarah is making a strawberry and white chocolate celebration cake, celebrating her parents' 36th wedding anniversary. It contains white chocolate sponge, lemon and strawberry jam, tempered chocolate ruffles, and piped buttercream flowers. So one thing she does that's kind of interesting is she dilutes her white chocolates to make it lighter. And she says that it's to get the right texture because if it's not light, then the cake will be um, kind of hard to shape. Mm. And she, so she does that. And she also tempers her chocolate. She tries to temper her chocolate, but it gets too hot. It breaks. And then I think she's like, well, I'm just going to do a drip instead. <laughs> Which is a good improvisation. <laughs> but um, yeah, at the end of the, the challenge, you can tell that she didn't do well. Mm. She was kind of upset. And uh, Mark Fussy tries to calm her down a bit. Nice. Yeah. Good, good guy, Mark yep. But yeah, she knows that she didn't do well. She she was really short on time, and she ran out of time. And she knew that she was in trouble from the signature and the technical. So when it came time for judging, Paul says the work on the chocolate looks fine. However, he didn't like the shape of the cake. It was kind of leaning. It was wonky. Yeah, it was wonky. And then when Prue actually cut into the cake, it was really raw dough. Oh. She said it looked like marzipan, and uh, Prue was like, maybe the recipe is at fault, or something was weighted wrong. Mm -hmm. and she, um, it, basically, the cake was not edible. Right. Paul says it could have been her, uh, like, diluting the white chocolate that kind of did something to the cake, but uh, basically, they couldn't eat it because it was too raw, <sighs> which is uh, which is a shame. And then after, after this, and they kind of had, like, a little clip of them talking about after, Sarah says, it went horrific. I can't believe it was raw. I don't know what to say. And yeah, that was the end of the showstopper round. Heartbreaking. Yeah, so she's in trouble. Um, we go into the judges round table. They talk about who's in line for Star Baker. They say Peter. Peter's Mr. Consistent. He's in line. But also Mark Buffet is doing really well this, this episode. And also he gave him alcohol. That was unsaid. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know. You know. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, right. Also, he came through with the drip. Came through <laughs> with that drip there. Um, who's in trouble? They said it's Surah and Lottie. Lottie was last in the technical. She had a bad signature, but she kind of like did well in the showstopper. Surah had a raw showstopper, and she kind of did not do well in all of the other challenges. So for me, at this point, I was like, I think I know where this is going. It's pretty obvious, and I, I was like. Luckily, for my co-host, they're not sending Lottie home. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Because that would have been devastating for you, I think. Do you think if Sarah's cake was at all edible, Lottie would have gone home? Yeah, I think it's a possibility. Yeah, right? huh? Yeah. Because, like, yeah, everybody... I mean, oh, the spoiler story, alert, yeah, everybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sorry. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I, I do think the story of this episode was chocolate week was rough and at the end who can save themselves with the showstopper and uh yeah i think that was the storyline of this episode let's go to final results <laughs> and now they now star baker and star baker is mark with a k oh i was so mad at myself because i wanted to pick mark last week yeah i did not <laughs> but wait till this should have picked just mark. wait just wait we're gonna make our pick <laughs> But last week, Mark with a C was Starbaker. This week, Mark with a K is Starbaker. Mm -hmm. I think if they both keep doing really well, this season will be known as a season with the top marks. I like it. <laughs> I like it. 
Yeah, last season's reputation was the season with the charming young lads. Mm. <laughs> this season will be top marks and top L's, <laughs> I think. Yeah, and unfortunately, they have to announce who's going home. Matt kind of like precedes that with like uh, someone we love is going home, and it's Sura. Unfortunately, it was pretty obvious that she was the one to go home. I mean, they couldn't eat her showstopper, yeah. so that was kind of it. Uh, Sarah says she was expecting that. She's gutted, but what's done is done. She's had a great time. She also says, I hate white chocolate. I hate chocolate. I will never eat chocolate again. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Mark is pretty happy to be Star Baker, and Lottie seems to be relieved that she is not going home. That is the episode. Mm-hmm. Not very surprising. Were you surprised at all? Did you? Were you ever thinking like, oh my gosh, Lottie might go home? No. No? No. Yeah. I didn't think so either. I think they were just trying to create tension, but yeah, it was pretty obvious. Because we didn't see any mimes. Yeah, <laughs> when we see mimes, we know we're going to be I'm like, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> All right, shall we go on to our segment? Let's. What was your funniest moment of the episode? Okay, so I think my funniest moment was, since we lauded Matt a lot, I feel like I don't have to pick up Matt <laughs> I yeah. But there was a time during the signature where Peter and Noel were talking. Oh, okay. We have the same funny as well. Oh, okay. You do it. Because I stole yours last week. You do it. You do it. You do it. So this, was this when like um Peter was talking to Noel and I was like, I've never baked before. And he was like, I've never baked baking losers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty good. That, that, that was my funniest moment. I've never baked. Baking is pretty yeah. <laughs> To Peter, yeah. the, young, the young ingenue of baking. <laughs> yeah. That was so good. It was too good. That was pretty good. That was yeah, pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, no. Good job. No. Baking <laughs> is for losers. We way to tell him baking is for losers. Yeah, that was just too yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, what was your favorite bake of the episode? Oh, you know, if I got to eat something, I want to get that elephant drunk. <laughs> that elephant drunkness. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with <laughs> Mark's Bake Off birthday cake. Yeah, that's a good um, good pick. Yeah. How about for you? I want to try those geode crystals from Lottie's. Mm, you're picking a lot of Lottie's things I see here. It's just, she, she has cool ideas. I mean, those crystals are cool. I'm she like, does. how do they taste? They did look cool. Yeah. Sapphires. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what I would pick. Okay. All right. It's time for next week's predictions. Right. Um, should we start with Star Baker? No. Let's go. Who's going home? Who's going home next week? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll go first. Okay. I think Dave's going home next week. You think so? Because he hasn't been doing well. He hasn't been doing well. Oh, I thought it was because his wife now knows about his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's going. Right. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're going to be like, hey, Dave, you have a call from your wife <laughs> in the middle of the episode. We know phones aren't allowed here, but we think you should take this. And then we just never see him again. <laughs> um, 
he hasn't been doing well and he, like he i think he's been doing like third worst so they don't have to mention him you know, like who's in trouble mm. but i think like the last two episodes he's been third worst gotcha gotcha okay okay dave okay. let's yep. see so i'm gonna flip it here and i'm gonna say who's going home next week is mark <laughs> okay um would you care to elaborate mark with a c or mark with a k so now let's pick who's gonna be Star Baker next okay. week. All right. Okay. Who do you think will be Star Baker next week? I think it's gonna be Linda. Linda. Linda oh. She won two. She got first place in the last two episodes in the mm -hmm. technical, mm -hmm. and uh, she's been doing well in the signatures. And I think she's kind of like, she's been like number three in the last couple of episodes, number three or four. Okay. Third or fourth place. Okay. So I think she's gonna like rise up and take it next episode. I like that. I like that. And this is a redemption for me thinking she was going to go home in episode two. Right, right. Right. So my pick for Star Baker, because now that I know whoever I pick. You can't pick Mark because he just wants Star Baker. No, I'm not. I'm picking Peter. <laughs> Peter. That's Peter a good for the win, which means yeah, I'm jinxing him. I'm jinxing your Baker. <laughs> what? By picking him to win. There's some like mind games going That's on. Right. So Peter is my pick to win the season overall. Right. Now that uh, Rowan is gone. That's right. Rowan, Rowan, to be fair, was my <laughs> Rowan was my pick to win before we saw episode one. Just on the bio, I was like, I think Rowan's gonna take this. I was wrong. Rowan That's went okay. home. I mean, that's okay. He, but he was the most interesting guy. Oh yeah, ever. definitely. Yeah. Definitely. All right, we'll see. But, uh, we'll see how Peter does next week. Your guy. I think he'll be fine. Yeah, you're fine, right? <laughs> he actually probably will get Starbaker. Yeah. <laughs> He'll probably get Starbaker. Interesting. Yeah. All right, everybody. That is our episode this week. Um, this season is amazing, and it's going by really quickly. It I'm is. scared that we're going to be at the final, and we're going to have to wait again for Big Off. But until then, I'm going to enjoy all the episodes and enjoy doing this podcast. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and stay safe out there. Thanks for listening.